0: Hi, you're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, and my goal is to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Hello and welcome back. I am so glad to be here, and I just wanted to say thank you again, you guys. Every single week, I get new messages, saying how much you're enjoying the podcast, how excited you are about what we're talking about. And I just wanted to let you know how much it means to me. And I cannot do this without you guys. So thank you for every kind message for every review that you write. It means so much. And if you do listen on iTunes or whatever platform you listen, I would so greatly appreciate your review. That's how we are going to get this knowledge out there to people. And that's how you can help support me in this mission for growing this podcast. So thank you in advance. Today I'm going to kind of piggyback on last week's episode where I was talking all about detox and this week I want to talk about how environmental products and how our environment in general can relate to uh, our health in either a positive way or a negative way. We're hoping for the positive way, but um, I want to just use this educational platform here to educate you on how to be a smart consumer. So we're going to talk a lot about what ingredients you should look for in products, what things can be causing your environment to be less ideal um, and ways that we can optimize it and really help reduce your toxic burden in so many different ways through products that you're using every day, things that are in your environment, things that are in your home, all that kind of stuff. So it's like I, we mentioned last week with detox, it's, you know, this is a huge part of it and it does kind of need its own episode. So first I kind of want to talk about if you want to know the things that you're using, um, you can rate those things on the EWG website, which I had linked in the last show show notes. And I'll, I'll rate that here as well. But what we don't realize is the products that we're using on our body every day or in our house, or just in and around our surroundings are having an impact on us because whether we're breathing in something or we're putting it directly on our skin, if you go back and you remember, those are two ways that our body will detox. Our body detoxes through fresh air and through the lungs and also perspiration through the skin. But if we are putting less than ideal things in to breathe in, whether it's synthetic fragrance, candles, you know, things that smell, which is a lot of things that put that can hinder detox. And so can putting chemicals on our body, whether it's lotion, skincare, makeup, um, it all makes a really big difference because especially when you're putting things on your skin, because what we're putting on our skin gets absorbed into the bloodstream. So then it can just circulate throughout your whole body, which is kind of freaky. Um, so this is something that when I was going through my hormone journey, personal care products and environmental swaps became really, really important for me. And there's a lot of different reasons why, you know, there's, there's personal care products, there's drinking water, there's, uh, you know, other things in your household, such as furniture, sheets, you know, down to, you know, feminine hygiene and all of that kind of stuff. So, We are going to talk all about that today. So I want to first talk about some really key ingredients that you might want to start looking out for, whether it's in hand soaps, shampoos, makeup. These are kind of the big ingredients when it comes to personal care products. So I'm going to start, I'm going to tell you a little bit about each one, what they're usually found in, and then we'll kind of go from there. So the first ingredient that you're going to want to avoid is parabens. They are a preservative that essentially wards off bacteria and mold. They act as a xenoestrogen in the body, which that means it acts like estrogen, so it's going to increase your estrogen. Um and which can increase the risk for estrogen dependent breast cancers and other reproductive issues. So a lot of there's a lot of estrogen dominance roaming around because of these xenoestrogens you know, that are found in parabens. And like I was mentioning, In the last episode, a lot of companies are realizing that people don't want parabens and phthalates, so companies will get rid of them and say they're paraben-phthalate-free, but they're still fragrance, and fragrance also is a xenoestrogen. So that means looks like estrogen, talks like estrogen, the body takes it as estrogen, and so it's going to increase your serum estrogen levels, which is leading to estrogen dominance. Next ingredient is sodium lauryl sulfate, or sodium lauryl sulfate, otherwise known as SLS, it's, some, it's a foaming agent, so it's typically found in cleaning products, toothpaste, shampoo, and hand soap. It's a known skin, skin irritant and can cause rashes and inflammation on the skin. The third ingredient I kind of touched on before is phthalates, so it is a plasticizer used to make products more flexible and pliant. It's in a lot of cosmetics, hairsprays, lotions, shampoos, and it's a known endocrine disruptor and has been linked to infertility and lower sperm count in males, um, as well as hormone and estrogen dominance in females. Fourth ingredient is fluoride. It's commonly found in conventional toothpaste, as well as our water systems. It's a neurotoxin, um, that has implicated in lower IQ scores and also competes with iodine in the body iodine, which can impair normal thyroid function. So in studies, they have actually given males thyroid or they've given males fluoride in hopes to decrease their thyroid function. So it's a known, it's known to suppress your thyroid, which kind of makes me speculate, well, is this why we are seeing hypothyroid, even at subclinical level, so prevalent because it is so prevalent in the drinking water. This is why I love my Berkey. I'm not sponsored by them. I wish I was, <laughs> I'm not, I just love, I love their, uh, filter so much. We, it is a double, um, carbon charcoal filter, and then we have the fluoride filters attached to it. So it's, it is the best of the best. Reverse osmosis is also good, but you want to make sure you're adding in trace minerals with that. Um, other ingredients. So we are on ingredient number five. If you guys have taken notes, let me know because I have these all out in notes as well. <laughs> Next ingredient is aluminum hydroxide. It's a metallic element that is used in conventional deodorants to produce antiperspirant effects. It's a known neurotoxin and can bioaccumulate in the brain, which has been implicated in Alzheimer's and autism. So aluminum, it's in our deodorants. It's in other personal care products. It's also um, an adjuvant in vaccine. Um, and other things like that. It's, it's, it's not meant to be in the body because like I said, it bioaccumulates. So it just continues building up and building up PG and PEG, which, um, polyethylene glycol or pegs, they are used to enhance penetration of products into the skin because they are a nanomolecule. Um, but it is a common skin irritant and these chemicals chemicals can, exacerbate eczema. They can trigger allergic reactions and they can even lead to liver and kidney damage and high concentrations. So these are things that I definitely try to stay away from. I remember learning about these in my nanobiology class and I thought they were pretty interesting, but as I was learning about it, I'm like, okay, we're, these are nanoparticles. They're so small and they use them to deliver, you know, drugs, medication, but they are used a lot in our skin care products to enhance the penetration of products, which is great. That's what we want, but not not at the cost of side effects. Um, I'm all about safety and I'm all about if there's any type of questionable reaction that something can do, I think that, I think that we should at least consider, you know, our options and look if there are safer things, even if a side effect is questionable, I want to always look for alternatives. Seventh ingredient is fragrance or perfume. Um, a cocktail of chemicals. So it can be up to 1,800 different chemicals that do not have to be disclosed by the company because it's a trade secret. And the issue with this ingredient is it is extremely vague. Linked to reproductive harm, allergic reactions, and increased risk for liver and breast cancer. Known endocrine disruptor. It's And I can tell how it impacts my liver because I was talking about I feel like I have those genetic SNPs and a few of those genes I was talking about last episode, and I'm very sensitive to fragrance. It's it's hard for me to detox, and I, I can't do it. The eighth ingredient is uh, formaldehyde, which is a preservative used to prevent the growth of microorganisms such as mold, bacteria, et cetera, and skin products. It's a highly toxic substance and is linked to cancer and is a known skin irritant. Formaldehyde is found in more products than you would think. Unfortunately, you know, we think of it and you're like, Oh my gosh, that just sounds like a carcinogen. And it is, and it's found in unfortunately a lot. Next ingredient is urea. It's a, it's found in facial creams for its ability to soften, plump and moisturize the skin. It can cause skin irritation, allergic reactions and contact dermatitis. So the reason that this is, these are all important is because I help a lot of people make product swaps and just, I help a lot of people with their skin in general because they come to me and usually they come to me because they know that their skin is a result of something going on internally, which it is your skin is showing you kind of what's going on in the body, but you know, all of these products that are out there that are not helping the cause. A lot of these products have ingredients that are going to make skin inflammation even worse. And that's definitely not what we want. Next ingredient is high, hyd- uh, Hydroquinone, it's a skin lightening agent found in facial products, hair conditioners, and nail polish. It is linked to organ system toxicity, and there's also evidence of possible carcinogenic effects. It is banned in Europe, Japan, and Australia. That just kind of makes you go, hmm, why is it available here? Hydroquinone, I remember when I had melasma, uh, that was a potential treatment cream that I could be on. And then I looked at the potential side effects and I was like, yeah, I'm trying to heal from my hormones. This kind of looks like it's going to set me back and I never went on it. And instead I go, I do the, uh, Allbright vitamin C serum from beauty counter during the day. I'll put the link for both of these in the show notes. And then I use the overnight resurfacing peel at night. They are very gentle, very clean. And the one reason I love beauty counter is because it is hundred percent free of all of these ingredients that I'm talking about here. Um, next ingredient, we've got synthetic dyes and colorants, which we could say, okay, duh, they, uh, they are definitely used in a wide variety of products. And you'd think that they would just be in things like hair products, but they are used in toothpaste to body lotion and they can lead to skin irritation, breakouts, and they are often contaminated with heavy metals, petroleum, and coal tar. So yeah, just let that sink in for a second. Next, we have talc, which is found in baby powder, powder, dry shampoo, and cosmetics. So it helps prevent it from caking. And it's also found in facial makeup to make it more translucent. It, again, is highly contaminated with asbestos fibers, creating concerns for respiratory toxicity and cancer. Talc is a nasty one. Sourcing is really, really important. And another thing with talc is in many of these countries they are sourcing with child labor. So these children go down into the coal mines, um, to get to extract the talc, uh, mineral. And then, you know, that's obviously not the bad part of the talc, but then it becomes the treatment process. And, you know, most companies don't go the extra mile to do the testing. If there is asbestos contamination or other heavy metal contamination and beauty counter did a really great campaign this winter where they did a documentary series sharing, where they get their telc from, how they're transparent, all like the third-party testing that they do to go through it. They're also making a difference to push for people to responsibly source telk and not use child labor for telc because, I mean, these kids that were going into the mines, you know, are three to five. They're very young. They're very, very young. And it just it – it was really cool to see that they're making such a wave in the industry with that. So not that all telc is bad, but I do know that the beauty counter telc is safe – but most, I would assume, aren't going that extra mile. Next ingredient: is alcohols. So these are found in a lot of different products. Makes creams feel lighter, and it can act as a preservative um, and also help with penetration. But it can cause dryness, irritation, and breakouts on the face. Next ingredient: oh gosh, this is perfect for sun time, time summertime, and suntime time. Oxybenzone. It's found in sunscreens. It can cause skin irritation and it does have endocrine disrupting effects. So it has hormone disrupting effects. It is banned in Hawaii due to its, um, increase in coral reef susceptibility to bleaching. So protect your coral reefs, protect your environment and protect your skin by not using oxybenzone. I recommend using, so one, we are so over sunscreening, uh, when i go out in the sun if i'm just going out for an hour or two i will not apply but if i'm going to be out all day if i'm going out on the boat if i'm going to be laying out on the lake i will apply after an hour or two when i uh, if i'm i'm constantly out in the sun i will always wear a facial sunscreen but it is zinc based. It is mineral based and mineral based is good for the coral reefs. It's not harmful to the environment and it is not harmful to you because oxybenzone is a chemical protectant. So that means it's going to penetrate the skin. Whereas zinc is a physical protectant. So that's why a lot of zinc sunscreens can leave more of a white residue because it's more acting as a physical barrier and not absorbing into your skin and wreaking havoc like oxybenzone can. Uh, Next, we have petroleum derivatives. So there's quite a few of these, but they're used in skincare to make the skin feel moisturized. But it actually creates a water repellent and non-breathable barrier that can clog pores. Um, So you might know this class of ingredient is 1,4-dioxane. It's another kind of name for it. And that is a probable carcinogen. Anything petroleum, I'm just like, get it away from me. Triclosan is a broad spectrum antibacterial agent, and it's found in toothpaste, hand soap, and topical antiseptic creams like hand sanitizer and stuff like that, which people are probably ODing on as we speak. The antibacterial effects are going to not only disrupt the skin, oral, and the gut microbiome, but have been linked to allergies, asthma, and eczema in children. There's also lots of different nasty contaminants that can be found in Triclosan. Silicones are next and they're using skincare to impact that silky looking texture while also increasing emollients and moisture retention. So what they're going to do is trap debris, dirt and debris into your pores, which will cause irritation and breakouts. And it also impairs normal skin cell turnover. So your skin could feel more dry and dull and, um, words that end in cone canole Silane and siloxane are usually silicones. Next, we have retinol palmitate or vitamin A. So this is kind of a controversial one. Um, It's a synthetic high dose vitamin A that is said to boost collagen production, reduce redness. It helps increase elasticity and plump the skin. That's why it's found in a lot of anti-aging lines, but it can make your skin very sensitive and it will lead to flaking and irritation. UV sunlight should totally be avoided if you're using any products like these. And the reason for that is because, um, it's going to, that can even further increase the production of damaging free radicals. But the problem that I've found with vitamin A and skincare is that it increases the cell turnover so much, like at such an unnatural rate that, it has been linked to things like skin cancer. So that's just kind of something to look out for. Um, But those are kind of the big hitters in terms of ingredients. So if you can even just start minimizing a few of those, if you can even limit fragrance and, you know, parabens and phthalates, you're doing yourself a great job. Then you can get yourself a healthy sunscreen. I like the beauty counter one. I usually use beauty counter for most of my products. For my deodorant, I use Primely Pure. I use their charcoal. Most of my skincare and makeup is beauty counter because they ban over 1,500 different known harmful chemicals that are found in most other makeup and skincare brands. And I do have to say that on my healing journey, it has been incredible to be able to switch to products that I know that I can trust and that I know that are, are doing Good for my health. Plus, my skin looks amazing and feels great. My periods are great. My hormones are great. So I definitely recommend those products. And when you run out of something, you can just make the swap to something better. Um, other sources of environmental toxins that you might have, I, I, I had mentioned water, and you can find out how dirty your water is by going to the EWG website. You can find how much fluoride they put in your water. Like I said, we had chloroform, we had arsenic. Um, there's lots of uh, glyphosate and other Roundup pesticides found in water. There's also chemotherapy. There's hormonal birth control. There's medications of all sorts found in tap water because that's not filtered out. There's also chlorine, which if you're bathing in chlorine is going to be drying, very drying on the skin, but your skin's also absorbing it. And that is also a way that it can be impacting your hormones um, because it is it's similar to fluoride; can be kind of competing for the same nutrients um, and at the same binding site. So we have a shower filter on our on our bathroom shower, and then we have the Berkey filter that we'll drink all of our water through. And it is definitely well worth it. The animals have great water; they get nothing but the best. We get nothing but the best, and it's and it's so funny that we can so tell a difference now when I. If I were to smell water out of the tap, it just smells like a swimming pool. And if we go somewhere, Nick's like, "Oh my gosh, this is so not Berkey water. We're so spoiled because the taste of it taking out all those nasty chemicals. It's it's just so much better. It's so much more fresh." Um, other things that you might want to look for, just in general around your house. Obviously, be mindful that new furniture, new carpet paint off gases so when I was painting my new office I used a voc free paint there are better paints out there and I know it wasn't the best but it was the best option we could find for where we were going so always try to get voc free when you're painting you can look for certain furniture that doesn't off gas as much we like on our wedding registry I have organic cotton sheets and organic cotton comforters because cotton is so heavily sprayed with glyphosate so that known roundup, and if it's something that we're putting our head on for seven to eight hours every single night, it's, that's important. I also use organic cotton, uh, pads for my face, you know, like a toner pad, um, and then organic cotton tampons as well, because it is, it's one tampons and pads are sprayed so heavily and they are dyed and bleached and we're just. Throwing it up there in our body and just it's getting all absorbed. So just to be mindful and something kind of off that is I've had quite a few people who have very, very painful periods switch to organic uh, feminine hygiene products and they don't have any painful periods because think about how much inflammation that crap is causing down there. So just, you know, those are like very healthy swaps. And then if we go to the kitchen area, you know, trying to not do nonstick cookware, you know, stainless steel is really great, not drinking out of plastic. So we don't have any plastic cups in our cupboard. Our go, our to go water bottles are either out of our Yeti, which is stainless steel or our hydroflask stainless steel water bottle. We drink out of Mason jar glass. We use Pyrex containers for our meal prep. So nothing, our, our food is not going in anything plastic, especially when it's heated and when it's warm, because that plastic is going to leach out. And that's just creating more Unnecessary toxins and and whatnot in the body, and then, you know, sw- I like I said, swapping out our personal care products. Our personal care products are at this point pretty much all swap. Nick uses a lot of the beauty counter stuff. They've got the counterman collection, and it's he's definitely noticed a difference. Um, he does not break out. His skin looks great, and you know, it, finding a more natural deodorant for him was challenging because he doesn't want to sweat. You know, and I totally get that, but we, I think we found a pretty good one and he's doing good with all that stuff. But it's ladies, if you're listening to this and you have a significant other who could clean out their stuff, it's super important. You know, we want to have kids someday and it takes two to tango. I can do all my part, but there's so many things that men are doing that are impacting their reproductive health, even though they don't have, you know, typical cycles like we do, they still do have hormones and it's very important because so many males in our society today are becoming even more estrogen dominant because of all of these toxic xenoestrogens and whatnot out in, out in the environment. And, and it, it's pretty, it's, it's horrible how prevalent they are, but that's why me putting information out there like this so that you, over time you can just slowly start making better decisions. When something runs out, you have to replace it with something. So you might as well replace it with something that is better. And, and and throughout my journey, there are good, better, and best. So um, I remember I switched to Miss Meyers Cleaner, and it's that's a better option than I'm sure what I was using, but they still unfortunately use fragrance in there. It is paraben and phthalate-free, but they still have fragrance, and it was really bothering me. So then I switched completely, and I use Branch Basics for all of our cleaning. I love it. I think I have a $10 off coupon. So I'll put that in the show notes, but branch basics, it comes with a huge concentrate. And then you get little bottles where it tells you how far to fill up the concentrate. So there's laundry, there's all purpose cleaner, there's bathroom cleaner, there's glass cleaner, and there's hand soap. And it each tells you how, how much to fill it. And it's, it's great. It doesn't, it doesn't really smell like anything, which is totally fine. And then I'll just put a, l- a few drops of essential oils in there to help fragrance and make it smell and beautiful. And like a, how kind of whatever I want it to smell like, and it kind of also get some more benefits in there with the essential oils. But, um, it, it performs very, very well. And that's kind of the thing that a lot of people are hesitant on is they're like, Oh, do you know, will these natural products perform as well? Will they clean as well where they look as beautiful on my skin The answer is yeah, they will. And especially when you're not compromising your health, it's a win-win when you can get something that's performing well, cleaning well, doing what you want it to do, but it's not having negative side effects on your body. That's a total win in my book. And I think that that's something that we need to not be afraid of is I know that we are so kind of set in our ways and so many people love their certain products, or I know that so many people love their certain smells because it reminds them of something, but just think of you can still be doing something. You'll be doing something that's so much better for your body long-term. And, and especially because so many of these things are so, they're so prevalent now that we truly don't know how it's going to be impacting us down the road. All of these studies that have been done. I mean, if there's, like I said, if there's any sort of potential negative side effect that could come from a product, I'm going to look for something that that's going to be better for all of us. So I think that that's super, super important in in detoxing your environment and it can be a huge way that you can start impacting your health for the greater because you're right away decreasing your toxic burden and decreasing your toxic load. And over time, that's going to have a huge impact on yourself. And I truly think that that's why my hormone journey has been so beneficial um, for me is because I... I've just gotten so much better at making healthy swaps and making better choices for me, my family. And it's, it's, I know that it's going to be making a positive impact and it already has. And I know that will continue to just be positive for us down the road. So if I mentioned any type of product or whatnot, I will put the link for those in the show notes. So I'll put the beauty counter link. I'll put the deodorant that I use. I'll put the branch basics discount code. I'll put all that stuff in the show notes. And if you guys have questions on healthy swaps, let me know. I love helping you guys choose healthier products for your home because I know the difference that it can make. I know the difference that it can make. And it really doesn't have to be that much more expensive, but it will be so much better for your health. I don't know if you can hear Rush, but he's, he's singing in the background. He's so happy because Tal is at daycare right now. So he's just, he's just loving life. But thank you guys for listening next week got to figure out what i'm going to talk about next week but i will be there hope to see you and thank you so much for the support on the podcast don't forget to rate subscribe and share with anybody that you might think would benefit from this and i will see you guys next week alpha health and wellness radio does not constitute is medical advice please seek your practitioner if you're experiencing issues